happy self-care Saturday, folks. This is your host, author Sophia Nelson, and welcome to day eight of the Be The One You Need 21 Days of Life Lessons I Learned while taking care of everyone but me. And um, we're on day number eight, which is controlling your anger. This is going to be a good one. So sit down with uh, pen and paper, your iPad, whatever you take notes with, and really dig into this one. Reread it if you have the book. Uh, re-listen if you have the audio book. Um, controlling your anger is huge. Controlling your reactions is huge. Think of anger as synonymous with any number of words or actions in our lives where we are out of control, where we have given completely into our feelings, where we have allowed someone to really take us to a place we don't want to go, or we took ourselves there. You never, ever, ever want to speak when you feel that way, make a decision when you feel that way, definitely not a business decision, a relational decision, um, none of that. So let's talk about it. We're going to talk about controlling our anger today. Happy Self-Care Saturday. Happy Self-Care Saturday, folks. Sophia Nelson here. Let's get right into life lesson number eight. It's all about your ability to exercise self-control over your emotions. Something that since time began is a hard thing to do for us human beings. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is in uh, the book of James. And it talks about uh, that of all the most powerful creatures on earth, uh, the most powerful ships, the most powerful windstorms, you name it. I'm paraphrasing. The most powerful and uncontrolled an unbridled thing on earth is the human tongue. What James means is this, that of all the things that can be contained, we can contain wild horses. We can uh, control a large ship with a small rudder. We can do so many things. We can put lions in cages. We can control just about anything, but we can never tame that human tongue, that mouth, When that mouth gets angry, when that mouth becomes irate, when that mouth is wounded, when uh, all of the things that are going on inside of us that we don't like to talk about come up and out, watch out. Every single one of you listening to me knows this. You've had someone erupt on you or you've erupted on somebody. You have said words, tweeted words, texted words that once you hit send... You wish that you could have them back. Um, Anger is in many ways complicated, right? Because anger, let me start here, is a normal human emotion. It is okay to be angry. But again, back to the word, it says what? Be angry and sin not. Breaking that down to non-religious terms, what it means is it's okay to be angry. It's okay to let people know that You didn't like something that happened or you didn't like something that was done to you or was said to you. That's a good thing because when we suppress those things, they make us sick, they make us upset, and they make us more angry. But it is always how we do it that matters. It's the how. Again, I write everything I write in all of my books with the exception of E Pluribus, which was about the founding fathers. But 
I write everything I write in my books from a place of knowing, from a place of I've lived this, I've experienced it. I don't like to talk about things and give guidance or advice or help you develop tools on things that I haven't personally walked through. And I shared in uh, the lesson yesterday about your haters and how to use them as fuel for your success that um, I'm walking through something right now and it is difficult. Someone uh, who, as God is my witness, I don't have any reason to lie. I really was working hard to uh, extend courtesy to, kindness to, effusive respect to, uh, honor boundaries, etc., as well as honoring my own. And, you know, I was hoping things would move in a positive direction. And boy, when anger shows up instead of, can we have a conversation? Instead of, I can't do this right now. Let me take a pause. We're back to the pause again, right? We've talked about this. You know, uh, one of the great quotes of the great Aristotle, and, and yes, I love the classics. Aristotle said once, anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that's not within everybody's power and is not easy. You know, self-control is probably the most valuable asset you have as a human being, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your personal life, most certainly in your relationships, in your faith. Self-control, the ability to know what your triggers are, the ability to know when someone has pushed you way too far, um, the ability to understand that you're under stress or duress with other things and this thing, whatever the thing is, can push you in the wrong direction. It gets back to, again, knowing yourself. Know thyself. Heal thyself first. And so anger um, is okay to have because like every other emotion, fear, love, worry, uh, joy, happiness, laughter, whatever it is, anger is one of those things. And so I want us to, I think anger has gotten a bad rap because it's okay to be anger. It's, it's, it's normal, but you have to know how to control that thing. Or what happens is, what do we talk about in life lesson six, reframing your thoughts, what you think about, you bring about. And so if I'm dwelling on something that's really pissing me off, or if I'm dwelling on some offense caused to me or if I'm dwelling on something traumatic that happened to me and I'm just replaying those tapes that we all replay right sooner or later I'm going to erupt and I'm going to go off and like I said once you do it you can't take it back just had it happen I talked about it in life lesson seven I'm not going to belabor it again but what I will say is is that what this person again texted to me and I have been clear over the past year texting is not a right way for us to do this um you got to talk you can't text and you never can text your your upset your feelings whatever because it's always going to be 10 times worse than maybe even a minute but I can tell you that the way this person unleashed on me and the things they said to me I'm done I mean I'm done done like never again will I ever speak to them deal with them uh, engage with them. I'm done. And 
I don't have to be talked to that way. I will not be talked to that way. I definitely won't be dressed down and attacked and vilified and frankly lied on. Um, I'm too grown for that. I've lived too much life for that. I know better than that. And that's not how I've conducted myself. And I'm not going to conduct myself that way. And I would strongly suggest that you don't either. Listen, when people come at us with anger, our first response, our instinctual response is to come back with anger. And I was really proud of myself. I called my therapist and I said, you won't believe how I handled this because this person has the ability to send me places I don't like to go. And I didn't take the bait because I've done the work over the last decades of my life and I've cleaned my side of the street up. And that's what I'm telling you today. You know, great quote by Jim Butcher. He says, um, anger is just anger. It isn't good. It isn't bad. Just is. What you do with it is what matters. It's like anything else. You can use it to build or to destroy. You just have to make the choice. There it is. Righteous anger. Again, I go back to the word. Uh, Christ in the temples. Uh, the money changers are there. They're defiling God's house. They're uh, trafficking women. They're doing everything you can think of right in the house of the Lord, right outside, because they know people are walking by. And Jesus erupts in righteous anger because he's appalled that they would do this in God's holy temple in his house. And he was right to feel that way. And he overturned tables and he let them have it. We're not talking about that kind of anger. That kind of anger when your kids don't do what you've asked them to do 10 times and they're flippant with their mouths and they're looking at the phone when you're talking to them. You have the right as the parent to go in there and snatch that phone and have a serious, courageous conversation with them. You might even have to lay hands on their little bottoms from time to time. But at the end of the day, there is righteous anger. But then there's anger that's crippling and dangerous and destructive and just mean. And so let me give you a few tips um, on this from the book. Again, if you're following along with me with your book, I'm looking at page um, 163. And there are six great tips here on how to be more emotionally healthy with your anger. Now, listen, I'm telling you what I know to be true. Once you say it, once you tweet it, once you text it, once you put it in a video and you're angry and you're out of control and you're spewing, it's there forever. You can't get it back. It's not worth what it will cost you. Anger in your marriage, anger with your children, anger at work, anger with friends, anger in your institutions and your clubs will turn people off to you. They won't want to be around you. They won't want to know you. And they will back up from you. I grew up in a very angry household. Anger is the key thing if you asked me. To describe my childhood and my growing up, I would say anger. I saw nothing but anger and violence. Just raging, unbridled, crazy anger. And I know that that comes from a broken place. I know that that comes from unresolved trauma. That comes from um, not facing what you need to so you can fix it. I get where it comes from. But man, the damage that it does to others around you, it isn't worth it. And I am at this season in my life very careful about who and what I connect myself with. 
because I don't want angry people around me. I don't want people with mouths that flick off like this individual that went off on me when all they had to do, I understood their emotions. I got it. I know why they were upset and I know why it was difficult and I know why it was challenging, but we're in our 50s. Do better, man. Like you can have a conversation. You can use your words like we tell the kids. And if you can't do that, step back, get quiet and leave it alone. Because once you put it out there, once you tell someone I hate you and once you call someone names and once you debase somebody and demean them as a human being, they're done with you. And is that really what you wanted? Was that the act? Was that the outcome that you were hoping for? I don't think so. So here are six things. Um, First, think before you speak. Second, express your anger once you've calmed down. Hit the pause. Number three, exercise regularly. Critical to move, to get that stress. Get a punching bag, a boxing bag, and hit it. Number four, use humor to get through. Sometimes I have to laugh. Because it's the only way I can keep from crying or yelling or screaming. And I just got to find some humor in it. Uh, Number five, have a good therapist or life coach. I have both and I call them often. Yes, I may be those things to a lot of people. But a good therapist, a good life coach, a good counselor, a good uh, trainer always is being trained, coached, and having regular sessions to make sure they're okay. And then six, learn how to diffuse conflict. Listen, controlling your emotions, controlling your anger is all about navigating conflict successfully. And I think we can all agree that this country right now is literally on the precipice, on the edge, because we don't control our anger. Go to social media, go to Twitter, and just sit there for a while. We're in mob mentality. We're rage. We want you gone. We don't want to look at you. We want to destroy. We want to kill. We want to maim. That's where we are. That's our normal now. Gun violence. I don't like something at work. I'm going to get a gun. I'm going to go kill six of my colleagues at Walmart. I'm having a difficulty with my own emotions. I'm going to go home and kill my wife and children. I was teased and, and bullied, so I'm going to go and kill innocent school children. Sandy Hook or Uvalde. I could go on and on and on about what anger does. Anger is one word away from danger, as my grandmother used to say. Put the D in front of the A, and you got danger. Don't do it. It's not worth what it costs you. Spend some time on this topic. Sit down, listen to the audiobook, and get yourself under control. And stop reacting to everyone and everything that you don't need to give your time to. You don't have to do it. Stop it. Start responding. Start thinking. Start hitting the pause. It will save you. It will bless you. It will give you more and not less. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.